Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Friends, welcome to Soul Talks. Christy and I are so glad to have you in this conversation with us as we'll be talking about the S stage of the Christ stages and journey of the soul, spirit-led ministry. The symbol for this stage is a sailboat, and I love sailboats. I love sailing on the on the lake or, or uh, even on the ocean and uh, being carried along by the wind of the spirit. But it might sound like that's just all ha- happy stuff in the sun and uh, fun and adventure. But sometimes we have challenges in sailboats, and that's certainly the case in spirit-led ministry stage. As in all the Christ stages, we experience uh, rhythms of consolation and desolation, times that we are feeling the closeness and warmth of God's presence, and other times that we're not feeling that. And we go through different seasons of trials and blessings, and these are flowing in and out of each of the Christ stages in Journey of the Soul. And that's where Christy and I are today. We would like to be in a happy sailboat, but we are actually, our hearts are heavy with some grief, especially for Christy and Brianna, as we have lost our beloved cat, Charlie. And so uh, this is, uh, Christy, this is our first podcast without having Charlie here. Usually he's uh, sitting on your lap and purring and part of the podcast and, you know, 12 years old and he... He went on, uh, I believe, into into heaven, but it's a big, big loss for us. It is, yeah. I'm really missing him and um, feeling like a sailboat tossed about in a storm right now. Mm-hmm. And spirit-led ministry is my favorite stage to talk about, and it's the most joyous for me of all when I'm that sailboat and I'm at peace, just on the calm waters, resting in the Lord and trusting him and having learned to wait on him. And it's my favorite stage when I'm that sailboat and the wind of the spirit is blowing strong and I've learned to adjust my sails and to really relax and trust him and just go with his spirit. And it's exhilarating. It's joyful. But um, today I'm in desolation. I'm in the storm of being tossed about in storms of of grief and loss and pain, and then also in some other storms, like this morning we did a radio interview, and I didn't feel like I was my best. I didn't feel like I I brought my best, and so I'm in another storm there of temptation to judge myself and to feel shame over that. Yeah, and I so understand that because I can also uh, turn into... uh self-judging and self-criticism of myself as I've as you who are listening have heard me share that before so I really uh, feel for you in that Christy and um, I think what's happening here you're illustrating for us is that whatever we're feeling in our life whatever stress or hurt or challenge uh, or positive feelings of, of joy and hope and peace, whatever we're feeling, it, it potentially colors other events and other situations in our life and our work and our ministry. And so it's probably part of how you feel about how the radio interview went this morning is, you know, it's just been a few days since Charlie died. Yeah. And so that's really just thrown you off and you've lost a tremendous source of comfort and God's comfort. Yeah, every day, Charlie 
brought me just praise to God. I would praise God for him every day. He would he would remind me of God's presence, his love, his comfort. And so he was a source of great ministry to me. Yeah. Charlie always looked for you and wanted to be near you and would follow you around the house and uh, come be where you are, sit on your lap and, and purr. And that goes really, really deep for you into being a girl and growing up with cats and feeling God's comfort and grace through your cats. And so Charlie is the best cat uh, we've ever had. Yeah. And he was also incredibly beautiful. So he just reminded me of mm-hmm. God's glory and beauty and just his creativity and wonder and creation to create such an amazing animal. Yeah. Yeah. So furry and cuddly and soft and yeah. He was and funny he's... and relational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It seems like every day you and Brianna would joke about something related to to Charlie or or some the latest cat video or something. And so it's been very bonding, uh, not just for the two of you, but for me and for others in the family. And um, so, yeah, th- this is our first podcast without Charlie, and so there's there's some grief here, and um, and it does illustrate that this is this is part of the journey with Jesus, and this is really what we specialize in, or, or one of the things we specialize in in soul shepherding, and that's putting uh, words to uh, our feelings and our faith, and to talking about how these work together. Because so often we get the idea that uh, emotions are just sort of a problem; they're, they're just uh, weighing us down, slowing us down. Uh, uh, sinking us or irritating us or stressing us or taking our energy or getting in the way of rational thinking and making us be selfish and just all these sort of negative uh, judgments that we have about emotion. And we, we, we pit emotion against the life of faith and trust in God as though we ought to just believe the right things, as the Bible says, and then do the right things. And that's going to be the best life. And then our feelings will follow. If we will just believe what's right and do what's right, then we're going to feel love and joy and peace and, and good stuff's going to come along. And there, there's, you know, there's some truth to that or that wouldn't be a, such a compelling message. Our, our beliefs and our actions are very important. The Bible has a lot to say about that. But they're not at odds with our emotion and our emotions are also very important and actually part of the life of faith. And that is true in all of the Christ stages. And this is, is one of the main themes in our book, Journey of the Soul, and it's even true in spirit-led ministry, that in, in being led by the Spirit, our emotional life is part of that. So, so friends, I'd like to just give you a, a picture of this. So Charlie died on uh, Thursday of last week. This is Monday as we are recording this podcast. And it was just a few hours after that that we were scheduled to speak in a church, that um, the uh, Beach Point Church in Huntington Beach here in Orange County, California, with our friend Bill Staffery. And so we gave a presentation on, on the Christ stages there, and we were just right <laughs> right in, in this. And Christy, you were just really in the Holy Spirit and in God's grace, and the inner journey work that you have done, the, the spiritual formation and uh, emotional psychological work that you have done over the years was very much uh, evident to me in, in your ability to... Uh, go through the, the, the initial waves of grief with, with me and with Brianna and in prayer, and then be able to take the hand of Jesus and, and go in to lead an hour and a half presentation to people 
about Journey of the Soul and to teach their their leaders and their small group leaders and to talk about the book and to be able to do that in a way that was loving showed your ability to uh, regulate and manage your emotions and be able to uh, focus in with, with empathy and wisdom for others. And that takes a lot of emotional health. That takes a lot of integrating of feelings and faith. Well, and, and also learning this spirit led ministry because that was a really demanding day for me Thursday you know we had um, I had I recorded a podcast that day knowing that you know that was coming to put him down that afternoon and had a an interview because we're looking to hire for soul shepherding that day and you know a number of other commitments that day and then in the middle of the day we have to stop and put our cat you know down out of out of suffering and then you know three hours later we're speaking and I don't think I could have done that in another stage, an earlier stage. But I had really learned experientially that God's grace is sufficient for me. His power is made perfect in my weakness. And so that's what I was venturing on, venturing on God, knowing that this was not a surprise to him, trusting his sovereignty, trusting his love, even though this storm felt absolutely horrid to me. Even though if I just went with only my feelings, it would feel like God wasn't loving me or wasn't enough for me or didn't care. But I know better now than to believe just the emotions of the grief. And so I've been praying that prayer that Job prayed, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I'm I'm still grieving just the horrible loss. I didn't want to lose Charlie. Yeah, we did everything we could with taking him to the vet and treatment and medicine and uh, his kidneys were failing and so we just had to let him go but I also am letting myself feel the loss and being honest with God about the loss and you and receiving empathy and support and love from you and others you're a wounded healer out out of the wounds uh, losses your grief uh, your tender um, hurt places inside uh, the Lord is uh, meeting you with comfort and strength, and you're still in process. There's more grief to go. There's more yes. struggle yeah. to go, but there is also hope. And so we don't grieve as the world grieves. We grieve with hope, the Bible says, and that's what you're doing. And um, there is a, a strength that's coming to you from the Lord, and that's really the heart of the S stage, yeah. is that w- we've learned something from when we're earlier in our journey with Jesus and we're in the R stage, for instance, of responsibilities and ministry. We serve God with our gifts and our abilities and our energy, and uh, we, we do it for the Lord and uh, to help people, and we do it largely relying on our own abilities, God-given abilities, but we have not yet learned that well how to habitually depend on the presence and power, uh, the joy and love of the Holy Spirit. And so it's really not until the S stage that we're, we're becoming proficient in not only doing our ministry and our work for God, but actually doing it with God. And so that really gets tested in these times of trial and desolation of well, where is where's my hope? Where where am I looking? And you know, even a, a mature follower of Jesus whose home stage is the S stage, you know, I, I will often find myself I'll have a stress reaction. I go, oh, that I I fell out of the easy yoke there, you know. And so we're we're still learning. It's all part of our school for discipleship to Jesus. But there is a theme 
uh, in our life in the S stage where increasingly we, uh, we are operating with Jesus. And when there's a draw there on, on his presence and, and his smile and his wisdom, as we're doing what we're doing, that's helping us. And so from my perspective, in this very difficult, these very difficult days, you're doing that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You've been very supportive, and I've, I've appreciated you letting me grieve and feel the pain and express it, and then also you're not fragilizing me and not feeling like, oh, you know, you don't need to come with me to speak. I'll just do it without you. That you're, you are also supporting me and venturing on God and his grace being sufficient to me, for me. Yeah, so friends, if we take you behind the um, stage of this podcast— Christian and I had a conversation, probably almost an hour long, about whether or not we were even going to do this podcast today, and whether we are ready to have this conversation, particularly for you, Christy, because you're so close to Charlie. And so, you know, we really paused and processed and prayed about whether it was best for for you, Christy, and, and best for you who are listening for us to share this or not, because you know when when you. When you're in a situation of, of, of woundedness or stress, uh, a place of, of hurt or, or weakness of some kind, something you're struggling with, the, the first place to share is, is not your ministry platform. <laughs> that would be a mistake, even though it might be helpful to people and be very engaging for them, the vulnerability of that. The first place to share is in prayer and it's with your support system. And we, we need to be in a place where there is some some uh, hope and, and inner strength that's being developed through that particular uh, challenge. And so this was kind of like right on the edge there. Where, where were we? And, you know, a- after that conversation, uh, Christy, you decided, no, you know, I'm ready. And I, I want to join with Jesus and speak to our, our podcast audience. Well, this stage, one of the key distinctives of it and our faith is we're venturing on God. We're not depending upon ourselves and we're leaning in to new things, to things that feel risky. That's what adventures are, right? There's some danger. There's some risk there. And and so, but we're doing it with the Lord, knowing his strength and, and his presence and his spirit is what will sustain us and protect us. And And then we're also dealing with temptations to blur our emotions and the spirit. And so, you know, I, I in this storm, I've been feeling some of that temptation. You know, I said to you the other day, we're in a, incredibly stressful time in our ministry right now with the growth, the pivot, the needing to hire people, not having a lot of time to be making that discernment decision. And it takes a lot of time to hire. And then um, the all the new ministry opportunities that Journey of the Soul has brought us, which is exciting and we love and, and we're so excited about, but it's more to do. It's, it's, it's busier. And it's calling me to step up in my level of confidence and venturing on God. And then it just feels cruel that one of my highest joys and comforts and stress releases was just taken from me in the mm. midst of this on, you know, one of the busiest weeks and one of the highest ministry weeks of our yeah. ministry with Journey of the Soul. And so I can blur that emotion and feel like God's not with me or he's abandoned me or he's mean or it was cruel. You know, why do you allow this to happen to Charlie and now? But that, that would be blurring because... Mm-hmm. This wasn't God's doing. I know this wasn't God's doing. I know God is good. I know he's not cruel. I know he's not mean. I know he's not trying to make this hard for me. I know he's not removing his comfort from me. But there's a temptation when I'm in so much pain to feel that. 
And so uh, by you're, you're getting out your own journey of the soul map here and uh, discerning, okay, I'm, I'm in the S stage here and here's the particular temptation. And then that is helping you to, uh, to stand against the deceit and accusations of, of Satan and, and the powers of darkness. And it's helping you to um, pray, uh, think, reflect, feel more carefully around the, the grief process that you're in and how that's relating to your journey of faith. Yeah, and the map just is a comfort to me even now because as I'm looking at the trail markers for the S stage and I'm seeing, you know, the lessons here are relying on God's presence and power. I'm having to do that. The lessons here are loving God in a dark night. Well, there's some dark night for me right now in this storm. You know, the sun's kind of blocked by the storm of this grief and loss. There's the lesson of living and working in Jesus' easy yoke. I'm having to pin upon him to pull the plow. I, I don't have the strength because I'm grieving. I'm moaning. I'm I'm hurting. I'm saying, ouch, as I walk around the house and I think he should be there and he's not. Mm-hmm. And um, and then serving as a wounded healer for others is a lesson. And so I'm wounded right now, but I hope that as I'm sharing vulnerably and honestly, that God will use that to bring comfort and courage to somebody else. Well, I just thank you for your courage and and for fighting and that together we could stand against the accuser who was judging you as though you didn't do a good interview this morning on the radio. And I, I think it was a, I think you did great, but I understand that you felt like it wasn't your, your very best. And so then falling into some self judgment and embarrassment and shame and inadequacy and why did I even do it anyway? I should have just let Bill do it without me. And all that mixed in with the grief, and then now here we're doing a podcast, and it'd be easy to just go crawl under the covers and say, forget it. Well, thankfully, the Lord has grown me beyond that, and and he's given me you also to um, to partner with, and that encourages me as well. We all need a partner. It's wonderful if, if you're married, and that can be your spouse, but a friend, a mentor, a spiritual director, but we, we need people who uh, listen to us with empathy and stand with us uh, in our journey of faith. And that is so helps us in the journey of the soul through the Christ stages. And uh, gosh, we're so pr- appreciative of you who are listening. Just, it's just such an honor to have you in our community and following Jesus with us. I mean, we say this all the time, but we, we mean it. And uh, gosh, so many of you who have um, gotten the book and you're reading it, you're sharing it with friends. Uh, many of you are leading your church. If you're a pastor, leading your church through the book. Uh, others of you calling up friends like uh, our uh, partners, uh, Jim and Lindsay Long in uh, the Atlanta, Georgia area. They've been through our institute and they decided to lead a journey of the soul group. And so they just sent out a, a word on Facebook and emailed some people that they know and said, hey, we're starting a, a book study, going through a new book uh, by our friends, Bill and Christy Galtier on journey of the soul. And I think got 43 people doing an online group uh, from six different states, even somebody from overseas. And, and they're like, this is so fun because they get to read the book with friends and talk about what they're learning and uh, pray for each other. And they're using our journey of the soul leader guide that makes it real easy with the videos, we have free videos on journeythesoul.org. You go to that website, uh, journeythesoul.org, and there's free videos, there's free teaching notes for each of the small groups you might lead, there's uh, free uh, worship playlists of songs that relate to each of the stages, and then you can also learn about the, the leader guide, 
that I wrote, and you can learn about the Soul Talk cards. We've been sharing those on our podcast. I don't think we have time for doing the the one today, but for each of the different stages, we've got a Soul Talk card, and that's really a connecting and fun way to learn the Christ stages. So thank you all for being in this journey with us. And thank you, too, for reading the book and then reviewing it on Amazon. That has just been such an encouragement to us, and it's an encouragement to hear your reflections on, on how God is speaking to you in Journey of the Soul. We want to thank Mike Anderson, the pastor of Christ the King Lutheran Church in Fallbrook, California. He says, I read many books, I read many books, and listen to lots of podcasts, but I rarely hear about the connection between feelings and faith and how to activate a deep thirst for God. I want to be a Christian and a pastor that pays attention to my soul so that I can minister out of the deep reservoir of abiding in the grace and love of Christ. Journey of the Soul will challenge you to go beyond the mere 15-minute quiet time with the Lord and to go deeper to truly nourish your soul as you meet with your shepherd who delights in you. May God bless you as you read this book. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, it's so helpful. It is, first of all, it's encouraging to us to read the takeaways when you make a review, but it also helps other people find the book because it just it puts more visibility on the book so that they can read it and grow and share it with their, their church, their, their friends, and their, their colleagues. So, yeah, the S stage, Spirit-Led Ministry, being led and empowered by the Spirit of Jesus. That's my favorite name for the Holy Spirit that's used in Acts, the Spirit of Jesus, because the Holy Spirit... Uh, is always, and Jesus himself promised this. He said, you know, I'm going to leave and, and the Father's going to send another comforter, advocate, helper to you, uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, I like to call the Holy Spirit by um, the name Parakletos. Uh, that's from the Greek paraclete. Uh, but the Holy Spirit, will. Jesus has said, the Holy Spirit will remind you of everything that I have said and done. And so the Holy Spirit draws us to Jesus. Yeah, and gives us a, a new experience of, of Jesus with us, even in ministry, spirit-led ministry. And one of the things I love about the S stage is that it's it's so exciting when you see God work through you and, you, and you're out of the way. It's it's not you anymore, and you know, and you get to see, wow, I, I just got to be a part of that, what God just did. And the S stage is full of surprises because the Spirit of Jesus always surprises us. His ways are not our ways. They're so much better than our ways. And when we get out of the way and we let him do his work and use us and we're surrendered to him and we're moving in step with his Spirit, it's just amazing what God does. And it, it brings me great joy. And that's the, the grace of the S stage. Uh, all of the Christ stages have a special grace that God wants to give us, a special gift. And for the S stage, it's surprise blessings and it's a surprise, actually, because of what uh, Christy you've just illustrated that we have, we have trials and hurts that come even in this um, um, further along stage of spirit-led ministry, and so we might experience a dark night of the soul, or other times where God's face feels hidden from us, and there's a, a testing of our faith that happens there. It, it might not be a full-on wall experience, or or it might be. But uh, even in the, and especially in those times, God comes through in, with, with his unconditional love and uh, winsome uh, helpfulness in ways that uh, surprise us. And so that's the grace there, the surprise gift of God's presence. Even though I know that God is strong when I am weak, it still always surprises me when I'm venturing on him in mm -hmm. my weakness and then he shows up and he's stronger 
than I am, and he does something that's beautiful with the meager offering that I was able to bring. And you who are listening, you might you might be thinking, well, but I'm I'm not as spiritual as Christy, and I I don't I don't remember to pray enough, and I don't, I don't know how to how to how to do that. And you know, one of the things that's so uh, encouraging to me because I often forget to pray. You know, I I feel like the, the S stage is my home stage probably right now. I've experienced all the stages. There's been times I've been, I believe I've been in the T stage, or people have told me I am. Um, but even from within this season where this is, seems to be my, my home stage that most fits for me, I'm not always experiencing that stage. And sometimes, especially recently, as, as you who listen to the podcast regularly can, can, will recall, I'm, I'm kind of slipping back into the R stage, which is a good stage, is a good place to be. But it, for me, it's not as good as being in the S stage because I've learned some things about depending upon the Holy Spirit. But but sometimes I fall back into uh, not being as healthy, and I'm depending upon my own abilities because I, I'm challenged in some ways as a leader. And, and under stress, sometimes I'm reverting to sort of old patterns that aren't, aren't as healthy. And so what encourages me, and I want to encourage you who are listening, is that our, our growth in Jesus is not dependent only on ourselves. It's dependent upon God and God's grace, and what we're learning to appreciate much better in the S stage is this Holy Spirit dependence, and that, that gets down to the fact that in given moments in time when maybe we're not remembering to consciously pray, but the Holy Spirit is praying for us mm. with groans that are deeper than words can express, and what we're learning to do in the S stage is to transcend a conscious dependence on God's presence. We, I mean, we need that, but, but nobody can be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, conscious of God's presence. I, I don't think Jesus lived in that space. I don't think that's humanly possible. But to be unconsciously dependent and trusting and in faith in God, even when we're not conscious, you know, there's the power of spirit-led ministry when we are our inner heart and attitudes have been increasingly formed around submission to Christ the King and dependence upon God our Abba Father and breathing in and out the Holy Spirit. So we have some, some habits of prayer and some habits of conversation with friends and some habits of drawing up the, the, the Scripture to, to, to meditate on. And these things are, are different touch points during the day that, that, that then out of that habit... It, the, the prayerfulness, the, the God consciousness comes into our awareness and helps us to pray. But even when we're not conscious, there is that unconscious, internal, deep, bodily reality that the Holy Spirit is living and breathing in us and is helping us. And then when we look back on a situation like you just illustrated, Christy, we can go, oh, God was there in a big way. I mean, I know God is always there, but God manifested there. I saw the Lord speak through me or use me or bless that person or, or br- bring encouragement or bring wisdom. And it's like, wow, I got to be part of that. That's spirit-led ministry. Jesus, we thank you so much for the way that you modeled this and lived this in your life, the way you only did what the Father told you to do. And then we thank you for the way that you told us that it was good for us that you go because you would send your spirit. And Jesus, we thank you that you, through your Holy Spirit, you are strong for us when we are weak, and that we can learn to depend upon you more. We thank you for the way 
Your spirit does pray for us with groans that our words cannot express, even in our deepest pains and fears, and also in great joys when we can't even find the words to express our gratitude and praise and awe at you and and the surprising breakthroughs and joys and glimpses we get of your glory, your beauty, your goodness, and your love. I want to pray for our listeners, Lord, that they would each be surprised by you and the blessing of you through your spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if you are a pastor or a leader, we would love to come to your church, even if it's uh, virtual, by a a live stream or Zoom or something. If we could uh, teach your people on Journey of the Soul, it would bring us a great joy, uh, be a great honor to uh, be catalytic with you for God's kingdom and just for, for Jesus and the journey of the soul for you and your peeps. So contact us at soulshepherding.org and let us know if you would like us to speak to your church. We can give a Sunday message. We can speak to your uh, your staff. We can speak to your small group leaders. Or uh, if you want to lead a, a group with your friends, like we mentioned on the podcast, you can do that by just contacting us. If you need help on the website, we'll guide you with that. But it's as simple as just letting people know, hey, we're doing a, a book study. And if you get a few friends to join you, that would be so encouraging for you. So you can learn more on journeyofthesoul.org. Everything you need to lead a great group or to lead a whole community, even a whole church through Journey of the Soul is right there at journeyofthesoul.org. Friends, you won't want to miss the webinar that Christy and I are leading on a discipleship path for your church. We will be talking about Journey of the Soul uh, as a tool to customize spiritual growth for people at each of the stages of faith in our book, Journey of the Soul. Each of those Christ stages that we unpack with Christ being an acronym Uh, In this webinar, we will help you with planning curriculum, sermon series, small groups, discipleship conversations, and how best to help people in the different stages and help all the people in your community because every stage is good and to be celebrated. There's grace from God at every stage, but there's also trials and temptations. And so we're going to talk about that and help you uh, really grow in your understanding of how you can disciple other people to Jesus more effectively based on knowing their Christ stage. So that'll be Tuesday, April 20th at 5 o'clock Pacific time. But we'll record that so you can watch it later. So please join Christy and I for the Soul Shepherding webinar on the discipleship path for your church. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.